Welcome back, everybody. This is Rick Pettigrew. Some key members of our Audio News from Archaeologica team are taking a very well-deserved summer break this week, so we've prepared a special edition for you. Our stories this time focus on archaeological research involving climate change in human history and prehistory. Send us feedback on the Archaeology Channel Facebook page or post a message on our social networking site, ArcheoSeek. Our four stories in this edition are selections from audio news editions we prepared in previous months of 2021, a time when manifestations of climate change, such as heat waves and forest fires, appeared regularly in the popular press. They show how archaeological research can contribute to ongoing discussions about important decisions humanity struggles with today. The Audio News team would like to thank our friends for helping us continue the show without a break since we started more than 20 years ago. If you're not already a supporting member, please go to archaeologychannel.org and click on the Donate button. Especially now, we can use all the help we can get. We encourage our listeners to check out Our Answer to Netflix, which is Heritage Broadcasting Service, available at heritagetac.org and just launched at the beginning of 2021. We now have 149 fascinating titles for you to binge upon with your smart TVs on Roku. Again, that link is heritagetac.org. And now, here's Laura Pettigrew with the audio news from Archaeologica. We hope you find this to be a valuable part of your day. Welcome to the audio news from Archaeologica. I'm Laura Pettigrew, and this episode covers stories about climate change that we featured between January 3rd and July 25th, 2021. For more stories and daily news updates, please visit Archaeologica on the World Wide Web at www.archaeologica.org, where all the news is history. We begin with our story from January 3rd, which shows how archaeological tree ring studies have applications with real meanings for modern times, and details the work of paleoclimatologist Valerie Truett a researcher at the University of Arizona who is investigating how global warming trends today compare with changes in previous eras. Truett specializes in dendrochronology, the science of dating trees and objects made of wood through the study and comparison of tree rings. Trees can store information about climatic conditions in their annual growth rings, and this field of study is now producing valuable insights for both historical and future climate modeling. Scientists have been measuring temperature and precipitation on a global scale since the early 1900s, after the start of the Industrial Revolution. However, this data set is limited to measurements taken after human activity began to make significant environmental impact. The analysis of tree rings allows scientists to look much further back in time to document natural climate variability, putting current climate change discussions into a much longer context. In general, a tree forms one ring each year, and in an average to good season, it would produce vigorous overall growth and a distinct wide band. However, in a stressful or particularly dry season, that tree would experience slower growth and show a thinner ring as a result. It's possible to extract a small sample of a living tree's rings without damaging the health of the tree itself by punching in a hollow probe to remove a thin, pencil-shaped core. By using these data as a starting framework, scientists can make an estimate of the weather conditions during a precise period of a tree's lifespan, 
with wet seasons represented by the wider growth rings in the sample and drier years by the thinner bands. It's also possible to date wooden objects, such as building timbers and furniture, provided enough of a ring pattern is visible. This can be particularly useful to assist in dating the origins of archaeological sites, wooden artifacts, and even musical instruments. By comparing wood samples from known Roman sites in Europe with living trees and historical buildings, Truette constructed a timeline showing that climate change has impacted human movement and behavior across the planet for at least 25,000 years. Truette notes the tree ring patterns she studies show common but troubling signs of unprecedented rising temperatures worldwide over the past two decades, demonstrating the increasing impacts of human activity on the environment and what it could mean for the larger climate change discussion. Second up is our story from May 2nd about how climate change in the prehistoric American Southwest affected human social structure. Recent research findings suggest that social tensions played a role in ancestral Puebloan society's development and ability to survive through periodic climate challenges such as drought from 500 through 1300 AD. An article published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences acknowledges that ancestral Puebloan farmers successfully persevered through occasional drought events during this time period. However, when the societies already were faced with increased social tensions, even modest drought conditions could spell the end of eras of stable development. Prior to the arrival of Spanish colonizers, ancestral Puebloan communities occupied what is now the Four Corners area of the United States, the meeting point of Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico. Study author Tim Kohler, a Washington State University archaeologist, believes that a combination of environmental stress combined with societal divisions degraded living conditions from which the groups could not fully recover. The study draws on research from Martin Scheffer, a complexity scientist from Wageningen University in the Netherlands, whose work had previously explored environmental systems ranging from rainforests to ice caps, as well as the human brain. These ancestral Puebloan communities were often quite stable for decades, yet experienced at least three major instances of social upheaval and transformation. These disruptions coincided with evidence of drought, and until now, almost all noted societal changes have been exclusively attributed to these climatic challenges. The first period of weakened recovery from a disruption in construction activity occurred around the year AD 700 and was followed by a subsequent disruptive period around 900. The final period of noted social fragility was around 1140. The findings indicate that it was the two factors together that spelled trouble for these societies. By examining tree ring dating, the wooden beams used in Puebloan architecture, the study extrapolates the tree-cutting activities crossed several centuries and provides evidence that these periods simultaneously saw decreases in building activities in addition to reduced rainfall. Conflict with neighboring groups likely pushed these societies towards a tipping point that ultimately led to abandoning the area in the late 1200s. The findings suggest that while climate factors can play a critical role in the stability of societies, Intersecting issues of social tension and slowed urban development can be just as important, 
highlighting an area of potential research for modern human existence. Story number three from our May 16th edition covers an example of climate change damaging an important part of our common human heritage. Where some of the world's earliest known cave art is vanishing at an alarming rate from accelerated erosion potentially caused by climate change. As reported by Cosmos Magazine Online, the region's archaeologists are racing to document and understand the rock art even as it disappears. According to research recently published in Scientific Reports, the sudden fragility attacking the rock art surfaces correlates with volatile weather patterns associated with climate change. The paintings are as old as 44,000 years, beginning during the Pleistocene era. Rivaling European cave art, these illustrations of hunting scenes and mystical beings are the earliest evidence of figurative art on the planet. According to lead author Gillian Huntley from Griffith University, Australia, local site keepers for the ancient artworks of Maros Pankep and Sulawesi have observed the accelerated pace of decay. Huntley's team investigated the chemistry of the limestone rock face and found pervasive evidence of salt crystallization, or haloclasty. These salts chemically weaken the rock and mechanically separate the surface of the panels from the limestone wall and ceiling, causing the rock art to flake off the walls. The team's analysis into the types of salts, along with paleoclimate records, suggests the natural geological weathering processes in this tropical region are being exacerbated by increasing temperatures and more extreme weather. This includes more consecutive dry days, prolonged droughts, water from storms, flooding, increased humidity from standing water in floods, and also from agriculture techniques such as flooded rice fields and aquaculture ponds. Next to extensive quarry mining of limestone, the weathering poses the greatest threat to preservation of the irreplaceable cave art. The findings underscore the importance of research and conservation efforts in Maros Pankep and across Australasia, where more sites are being discovered every year. Finally, our last story from July 25th discusses how lessons from climate change in the ancient past can help us make important decisions about how to adapt today. Brings us to North America, where a team of anthropologists, geographers, and earth scientists from Canada, the United States, and France are teaming up to explore what archaeology can tell us about past climate changes and humans' relationship with our environment. As reported by EurekaAlert.org, University of Montreal anthropologist and lead author Ariane Burke makes a case for a new discipline called the Archaeology of Climate Change. The team recently published their work in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. The proposed discipline takes elements from archaeology, geography, and earth science to conduct a cross-disciplinary examination of any clues from the paleoclimate record regarding human resilience in the wake of climate changes and natural disasters. The researchers hope to identify a range of challenges faced by people in the past, approaches they took to facing adversity, and how successful they were in adapting to change. One instance of major climate change in ancient human history includes the rapid warming of the Earth, which took place between 14,700 and 12,700 years ago. 
By exploring archaeology of climate change, Burke and the team hope to uncover clues about how different human communities faced this period of drastic change. The researchers believe that there are a number of lessons modern humans might take from our ancient counterparts. This might include employing more traditional farming practices, thus transforming industrial farming practices and reshaping resource uses. For example, many of the farming practices used by traditional and indigenous farmers preserve both water and crop diversity in the global food chain by taking advantage of seasonal and local varieties. Archaeological evidence suggests that returning to indigenous practices of multi-cropping agriculture and locally scaling farming methods could enhance food security in the future. Another example includes looking to the knowledge systems of the indigenous peoples of the Canadian Arctic, whose deep understanding of the local environment informed broader planning for change in habitat and food sources. While the archaeology of climate change is still a burgeoning field, there is much to learn from his interdisciplinary approach and findings to secure humanity's continued survival. For more stories and daily news updates, visit Archaeologica on the World Wide Web at archaeologica.org, where all the news is history. Thanks for listening. I'm Laura Pettigrew, and I'll see you next week. This has been the audio news from Archaeologica presented by the Archaeology Channel. Be sure to check back with us next week for our next edition. You can spread the word about the audio news by clicking on the Share This link on our audio news webpage, or just by telling your friends. Thanks very much for stopping by. (music) 